Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. Let's jump straight into this week's four thoughts. The first one is titled, Carve a Canyon, How to Produce Meaningful Changes with Breathing. And here is a quote. Rather, I think the power of breathwork to change the function of the nervous system can be compared to the way water cuts a canyon through rock. It's the constant stimulus the constant pressure that produces huge changes so that what appears to be a very gentle force produces very large results, end quote. And that is Andrew Weil, MD, from the great little audio tape, Breathing the Master Key to Self-Healing. And this succinctly summarizes why I appreciate, me personally, I appreciate gentle and easy breathing exercises the most. So, of course, right, intense Breathing sessions can certainly provide rapid transformations, but one strong thunderstorm rarely carves a canyon, right? It's usually the gentle, constant pressure of simple techniques applied over years and years and years and years that produce the most meaningful changes. So that is a great reminder that sometimes it's a gentle force that produces the very large results and a simple, slow, mindful breathing practice can be that gentle force. All right, and let's move on to thought number two. This one is insane. Uh, Yeah, so it's titled, There's Something in the Air. This is Actually Crazy. So, in The Mindful Body by Ellen Langer, PhD, she describes a crazy study. So, basically, participants were led into an empty room. Before they went into this empty room, One of three things had happened. Either one, meditators had meditated for 45 minutes and then left. So the room was just empty, but people had meditated beforehand. The second condition was maybe people had watched a stressful video for 45 minutes and then left. And then the third one was that, or the room was just empty for 45 minutes. So meditators meditated for 45 minutes and then people came in. People watched a stressful video for 45 minutes and then people came in and then uh, another room was just empty for 45 minutes and then people came in. And the people who came in had no clue in, of any of this, right? They were just in a, they were across campus or something. So, all right, this is what happened. Participants entering after the meditators or the stressful video watchers found the room more appealing and enlivening. So that's pretty neat, right? Something about the room felt more appealing and enlivening when they when people had previously occupied it. Again, the room was completely empty at this point. Okay, but this is the insane part. Only the group entering after the meditators improved their reaction time in a mindfulness test. So they actually improved their mindfulness after a group of meditators had practiced mindfulness right before them. So as Dr. Langer summarized, quote, These mysterious results suggest that somehow our mindfulness leaves a residue in the air and as such may affect the mindfulness of others, end quote. That deserves a mind-blown emoji, right? These mysterious results suggest that somehow our mindfulness leaves a residue in the air and as such may affect the mindfulness of others. That is legitimately crazy, right? It's one study. Who knows? It could have been all coincidence. But still, that's really neat and, uh, and worth mentioning here. 
Gosh, that's so cool. All right, let's move on to thought number three. It is titled, What Sets Breath and Mindfulness Apart? They Empower You. So this is diabetes related and builds off the the thought I had on this last week. But here it is. It's that breathing and mindfulness for people with diabetes are different than most approaches. So instead of focusing solely on blood sugar control and doing everything, quote unquote, perfect, right? They empower you. These practices empower you to reduce stress, improve mental and emotional health, and cultivate resilience. So the goal isn't perfect numbers, it's peace of mind. So that is the glory of breathing for diabetes. As someone who's now been doing this stuff for like seven or eight years in total uh, and living with type one diabetes and all the ups and downs that comes with it, I could say that this is truly the magic of it. It's not about trying to be perfect and feeling like, oh, I didn't do what the diet book said or the exercise program told me to do and now I'm a failure, right? It's about cultivating you know, resiliency, improving our sense of peace, our sense of purpose, our sense of agency, despite all the setbacks we have, right? Uh, all right, I could go on and on. So I will stop there and move on to our fourth and final thought. This is an awesome one. It is, it, it is titled, Experience Gratitude Right Now. So I shared this breath last year, and but we can never do it too much, so I wanna share it again. And since you're listening to the audio version, I'll add a little side story as to why I definitely had to share it. Uh, my daughter does breathing exercises with me every night. They're not really breathing. <laughs> she's four and a half and she's just adorable, right? But she learned cleverly enough that if I ask daddy to come in my room and do breathing exercises, he'll let me stay up later, right? Because he'll come in my room and spend more time with me when it's bedtime. So she gets an A plus for, uh, for that. But in any case, she learns, we just do silly things, right? But at one point we did this one and she actually loves it. And now every night for the past, I don't know, like week or so, so it's not been a, a super long time, but she will say this, she says it out loud. Um, and I just, it just melts my heart, right? It's amazing. So I'm going to share it here again. All you have to do is take a few conscious breaths and think to yourself, this is great. I have an abundance of the most valuable resource known to our species, and I don't even have to work that hard to get it. That's all. Take a few breaths and do that. Maybe do it right now if you feel so inspired. This is great. I have an abundance of the most valuable resource known to our species, and I don't even have to work that hard to get it. That is truly a way to experience gratitude in any moment, right? Because the breath is always there. And it's a powerful reminder of just how lucky we are. Of course, we need electricity and all these resources that we use, right? All these things that are valuable to our life, uh, our modern life. But the most valuable of all is right in front of our noses at all times. And that uh, quote, uh, or the, the, I guess you call it the, the gratitude, <laughs> the, the words came from the book Relentless Solution Focus of all places. And uh, yeah, it's so great. I've been talking about it for like a year and a half. It's amazing. So with that, I will, that's the four thoughts for this week. Let's move on to the one quote. It's an awesome one. Here it is, quote, we die with each out breath only to be breathed back to life with the next in breath, end quote. And that is John Kabat-Zinn, PhD. Finally, the one answer for this week, the category is cognitive function. 
The answer is slow breathing and mindful breathing, of course, both improve this, allowing us to better resist distractions. What is inhibition or impulse control? Yes, both slow breathing by itself and just mindfulness of our breath can improve our ability to resist distractions, uh, improve our impulse control so we can have better attention. And with that, that is it for this week. Remember that you can carve a canyon with slow, gentle breathing, just like a river does. Uh, it's just such a simple and great analogy. Remember, there's something in the air, the actual crazy study, right, that our mindfulness may leave a mindfulness residue that helps other people be more mindful, which is just mind-blowing. Uh, remember, what sets breathing and mindfulness apart for diabetes is that it, it empowers you, right? It's not just our disease. It's not just diabetes this and that, right? It's about empowering us, which is the ultimate uh, therapy, right? And that, that's the best we could get. And finally, remember to experience right now. Remember that you have an abundance of the most valuable resource known to our species. We couldn't go a few minutes without it, right? Uh, and it's free. We don't have to do anything, but just breathe and notice it. And that is amazing. So thank you as always for listening. I appreciate you. I am the most grateful for you that you give me your time and attention. So thank you. I hope you have an excellent week ahead and I will see you next week.